Hey, welcome to Optimize Your Body with Martin Silva, where we talk raw, uncut facts to truly help you optimize your body. Hey folks, welcome to episode 33 of Optimize Your Body. Firstly, I'd like to apologize about the background noise. I couldn't actually get a quiet room today. I haven't really got a, an allocated studio just yet, so uh, I'm still very much an amateur in the uh, world of podcasting, so I hope you can uh, hope it doesn't put you off too much. I'm really trying to improve the uh, sound quality as well, but uh, I guess it makes it more real, you know? So, um, yeah, and also I have a little tiny bit of a, of a cold as well. Been a little tiny bit run down this week. I haven't felt too bad with it, but yeah, a little bit sniffly. I had one heavy weekend when it comes to alcohol and whatnot. Bloody hell. I hadn't been I haven't been out like properly out, you know, in terms of uh, binge drinking if you like, for a good three or four months. And uh, I caught up with some friends on the weekend. It got well out of hand and um yeah, I had a little bit of a little bit of a you know man flu then. But uh you know I don't feel bad with it but um yeah I hope you can understand me anyway. That's all I'm getting at. It was a great weekend, though, folks. You know when you have those blowouts and you just like the next day you feel like death warmed up. But it was a great night, well worth it. So I'm off it now for a few weeks. My birthday is in uh, three weeks' time, so I'm going to go super hard again. Then, <laughs> really, really promoting good balance here, aren't I, folks? Optimize your body and all that. But now, nah, listen, I'll be straight with you. I'm a human being. Um, I don't go out. Um, you know, I do. I do have a few drinks. To be honest, most weekends I'll have like red wine or gin, but just literally one or two, just a social thing on my girlfriend, really. Whereas before, that wasn't a habit for me, folks. Like a lot of you may have, you know, you may have formed a bit of a habit in terms of having a few drinks here and there, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because uh, moderation is key. But for me, I'd, I've never really been like, um, you know, like a, a recreation, not recreation, never really been kind of what a person to have one or two, you know, with a meal and civilized. I've always been doing it for a purpose to get twisted, you know? Whereas nowadays I just have a few here and there on the weekends and then I still like my, uh, my big boy blowouts, um, which are not particularly healthy, hence why I'm a bit run down, <laughs> but I hope you can relate anyway. I'm sure a lot of you go out and go hard, go hard or go home and uh, Anyways, today's topic is going to be on two things, but they both go hand in hand. And the first thing is why you shouldn't follow a diet plan and why they don't work. They don't get results. And then I was going to follow that up with the art of tracking your macros and calories. In other words, using uh, an app to actually gauge what food is going into your body and tracking everything. So it's very important to do. And um, in terms of creating sustainable health, you know, optimizing your body, and building a, an admirable physique, as I keep saying, because I know a lot of you want that. Um, but the bottom line is it's all about health. That's, that should be your number one priority. But it's easy for me to say it took me forever to get to that level where I'm focused more on how I feel and whatnot now as opposed to how I look. But as a result of feeling good and putting the right stuff in my body and optimizing my body, well, kind of, not this week, um, my physique has come as a byproduct and I no longer even think about being in shape and I am in the shape of my life. Well, I've been a lot more shredded, obviously, for competitions and whatnot, and my body fat has been down low, but I would say, you know, not even aesthetic, because I haven't really been focusing on 
on actually sculpting my body up until this week. Um, but just in terms of how my body looks health-wise and, you know, I'm, I'm probably walking around at about, I don't know, 9 10% body fat. I'm literally in the shape of my life without thinking about it. And I can't get enough calories in, folks, which is another another great thing when you build muscle. I've spent a long time focusing on building muscle, lifting weights. Um, muscle tissue is expensive. It costs a lot of calories. So when you actually build muscle, you will automatically be burning more calories. Your body and your metabolism has to elevate just to keep that muscle on your body. So you're looking at like 30 to 50 calories. Um, a pound of muscle will burn about 30 to 50 calories just to keep that muscle on your body, as I keep saying. So, already I'm going off on one. Bloody hell. Slow down. Anyways, why you shouldn't follow a diet plan. Now, I've had a lot of people come up to me in the gym, actually, over the last few weeks. And I always get people messaging me, asking me to prescribe them a diet plan. Now, whereas the old me would have would have said yes and, and prescribed them something and put something together, it is so complex when it comes to just pres- – you can't – prescribe someone, you know, a fixed diet plan and expect them to get sustainable results. Yes, it might work for a few weeks at most, but even so, how do I know which, everyone, everyone you know, meta, as I've said this before, metabol, the human metabolism is one of the most complex things on the planet to understand next to the human brain, okay? Human metabolism is, metabolism, sorry, is so complex I don't even know where to start in words, really. So everyone responds differently based on their genetic makeup and, you know, their um, inheritance as such when it comes to what foods they actually respond well to and feel good eating um, is based on your kind of ancestry years and from, you know, from, from millennia, thousands of years ago. But then also everyone has different lifestyles, um, you know, age, all of these different variables come into it. So, I mean, yes, you can still take someone's details and... create them a plan based on their age and what kind of training they're doing and whatnot. But everyone is completely different when it comes to food. And 95%, that's what the stats are lying at, right? When it comes to diet plans, 95% of people fail. They don't sustain it, okay? Because it's too restrictive. You cannot, there's so many different nutrients out there Um and the human body thrives on variety, okay? Thrives on it. You know, we didn't just survive from eating what was available. We actually thrive because the body adapts to whatever you actually you, you actually provide it with. So it's very restrictive. If you're going to be going on a diet plan, it is too restrictive. There's too many new, you, you know, you could end up, if, if you're going to keep prescribing someone a diet plan to eat the same foods or even if there is a wide range of foods in there, you know, 
it still needs to be a rotation. So, like, the ideal way of eating, which, you know, is, is tough to do, is to try and rotate your foods. So try not to eat the same foods day in, day out. Now, don't get me wrong. You're always going to have your staple foods which make you feel good or foods which are convenient to make and whatnot, because I do, right? There's certain foods, for example, sweet potato. Um, works wonders for me. It's just one of those foods um, that really makes me feel good, gives me energy and whatnot. Uh, also, broccoli. I know it sounds boring, but broccoli, when it comes to vegetables, that's my go-to. You know, that's my number one. For example, on Monday when I was feeling ropey, even on Sunday, it was like, right, I need broccoli. You know, I need to start preparing my body. Um, lots of other vegetables as well. But um, And then when it comes to meat and stuff, like I know if I have lean red meat, I try and have that, say, about three times a week grass-fed steak. And that really gives me lots of nourishment as well. Nuts as well. You know, there's, there's certain foods which will work for you and which are convenient, but try to rotate your foods. Yeah, so for example, using nuts as an example, um, rather than just eating almonds day in, day out for months on end, why not rotate it, bring some macadamia nuts in, some walnuts. You know, I would say personally, in terms of the properties, they're probably... Uh, the three best kind of nuts, I would say, maybe pecans as well, macadamias, walnuts, almonds and pecans, um, that's probably debatable, but um, yeah, just a little uh, knowledge bomb there for you, um, yeah, so uh, just relating this to you now, if you're listening, right, you're probably thinking, you know, I want to, I really want to sort this nutrition out and lose body fat, or, you know, I want to start eating right, and I want to be healthy, and or healthier, I'm not saying you're not healthy already, um, you know, and you may be thinking along the lines of, you know, I need some sort of diet plan, folks, it doesn't work, right? The only way to do it is to actually start tracking, which I'll come to soon, right? Now, there's a reason why people who are obese, now the current stats with people who are extremely obese and, um, you know, basically six out of seven obese people, sorry, six out of seven people have actually been obese, okay, like really overweight, lost a significant amount of weight, and then put it back on. So six out of seven people who actually lose a significant amount of weight at some point in their life actually put all that back on and from what I've experienced as a trainer and having coached thousands of people end up actually worse off because they haven't addressed the root cause of why they're eating these foods and how to change the habits. As I mentioned before, 40% of the things we do are habits. We do them pretty much on autopilot. 60% of the things are decisions. Now, obviously, it's going to vary a bit, but that's roughly how it works with the human brain, right? So for me to take, for example, an obese person who wants to lose body fat and wants to diet plan, and I've done this in the past, folks. I've failed a lot of people in my time. Now, success and actually growing comes from your past failures, right? And this is one thing I have failed at. I've failed a lot of people when it comes to um, helping them achieve good wellness. Now, I'm getting a lot more success nowadays, but I've been in this game for, you know, I've been a personal trainer for over, you know, for about 11, 12 years. I've, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at a top level and I, I can actually say, you know, without being big-headed, I'm an expert in my field when it comes to health and nutrition. I've still got a lot more to learn with nutrition. But anyway, as I was saying, I've failed a lot of people in the past. For example, if an obese person comes to me and they say they, that before they want a, a diet plan, I could prescribe that for them, no problem. And no shit, at least within the first few weeks, they're going to lose an insane amount of weight and they're going to be like, oh, wow, this diet plan's magic. Nah, there's nothing magic about that diet plan. Just like there's nothing magic about, you know, say, for example, people always, they'll go to like Slim and Wald on these crazy fads 
Herbalife and all this bullshit you see online, and then it's gospel. You know what I mean? Like using CrossFit as an example as well. Um, you know, someone could go to, say, for example, let's use Herbalife. Oh my God, that word makes me cringe. Herbalife, right? Now, people that use supplements, all oh, right, I want to lose loads of weight and I want to lose it fast. I'm going to start taking these supplements, these shakes. Yes, they're going to lose a lot of weight over the over few, the space of a few weeks, and then, as most of you probably know anyway, because you're not stupid, because you're already listening to this podcast, which means you're quite clever. <laughs> they're going to put it all back on, and if not more, because it's not sustainable. We did not evolve drinking liquids which has pretty much no nutritional value in comparison to whole foods um, and as soon as they come off this fad then they end up putting it all back on and the same goes for like well let's just use crossfit as an example right i'm not going to demonize crossfit because i've done that enough in the past <laughs> um, there's some great things to be said about it but people who will go from doing nothing Okay, so they're overweight, overweight. They'll dive into doing something like CrossFit and no shit are they going to lose weight. Okay, they've just gone from being a couch potato, right, to jumping around like an absolute maniac, like a chimpanzee, like you might have saw in my video on Instagram, <laughs> swinging around on bars and shit, um, <laughs> jumping around, throwing medicine balls around, you know, doing all this crazy stuff, burpees and whatnot. Um, yeah, they're going to lose weight. They're going to lose body fat. Do you know why that is? It's not rocket science. They're in a calorie deficit. So they're starting to burn more than they're actually eating. Um, so, yeah, so that, but it's not sustainable. So they can jump around and do all that crazy stuff for a few weeks. And guess what happens? The body adapts and then gets good at it. And then what happens then is that the results become diminishing if you keep doing the same thing all the time. And, and the thing is with that kind of, I don't want to um, demonize it too much again, but the thing is with the high intensity kind of balls to wall mentality training um, regimes is you don't actually build any muscle really. And you don't actually set yourself up for success long term because you are just burning calories. You know, that's essentially what you're doing. When you're building muscle and you're focusing on moving better and whatnot, um, you're actually going to be building up a, a, a more of a supercharged resting metabolic rate. So your metabolism is going to just constantly be elevated when you focus on building lean muscle tissue. So um, once again, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent. So uh, yeah, so it's, it's not sustainable. So yeah, so I mean, even myself, you know, like. I'm still failing at a few things, right? I'm still not quite getting stuff right. Um, for example, I'll be straight with you now, and there's a bit of humility involved here, right? Humility avoids humiliation. That's the way I look at it. You know, you've got to be honest with people. Basically, the, I don't know if you probably heard me promoting my 28-day fat-burning challenge. Now, I'm not going to lie. Deep down, someone was telling me that, mm, Martin, this is kind of going against what you're all about long-term, yeah? However, the way, I, the way I structured it, and I put a lot of time and effort and a bit of money into actually putting this together, is I structured it so it was super varied, um, and it was, the training was quite low intensity, it was really basic with the training, right? It was like body weight movements and activity, mainly. It wasn't even any weights involved, right? And it was just focused on the nutrients and people eating, to be fair, it was like a similar kind of layout to like a paleo uh, I don't like using the word diet, but paleo diet, right? I hate that word. Um, where obviously CrossFit is, and, and, and that's kind of affiliated with CrossFit now, right? The paleo way of eating, which is the hunter-gatherer diet, if you like, where they were just primarily not eating any grains or dairy and just focusing on eating, you know, good quality meats, 
and um, lots of vegetables and just all whole foods and natural mainly. Obviously, there was a little bit of room for, room for error on there. Um, but the thing is, people are going again. You've got to bear in mind that when people go into something like this, a lot of people are going into it. They've go, they've got a shitty diet, and they haven't addressed anything. They haven't actually slowly started making changes in terms of, you know, maybe moving a bit more, eat a little bit more veg. It's got to be incremental, folks. And I was still getting people coming in um, who were starting from scratch, and and they just can't sustain it. It's too much. It's too much. It's overwhelming for people, and. Uh, it's almost too much stress on the body. Even I literally tapered it down so much, so it was just a case of getting people to move more, do some basic bodyweight movements every other day, and just eat like the massive, huge variety of lists I put on the uh, challenge. And even that was too much for people. So you know, I'm, I'm going back to basics again. I could have I could have promoted it more and pushed it more, but once I noticed the kind of um, the amount of people that. I was failing. I just kind of pulled back from it because you know I'm a man of my word, and I want to I want to do stuff which is going to really benefit people long term. Um, don't get me wrong; some people only want 28 days because they've got holidays and whatnot. But then they they, they rebound, and that's even that's even worse, folks. Because um, oh god, that's one of the worst things you can do. Um, I've done it myself, where I've done um, a competition or a photo shoot, and I've been restrictive eating. You know, back when I had like um, more of a really actually much more of an unhealthy relationship with food and I would restrictive eat so I'd eat like chicken and broccoli and a few other things for like say four weeks and then I would go away on holiday worst thing you can do such an error right because you go away on holiday and guess what you stop moving as much you stop training as much and what else you do folks you start eating everything in sight because you've been um, restricted and you have been uh, in a sense, not allowed to eat these foods. So then you allow yourself to eat these foods and you rebound like, fuck. Right? And like literally, I think I put on, in the space of three days, I put on like nine kilos. That's no shit. And that's because what happens then is when you start eating crappy foods and you start feeding your body, um, firstly, the food you're eating when you want a holiday are not the best because they full of sodium and salt and whatnot, which retains, you know, which will retain water and fluid and your body will hold on to it more and then secondly your body hasn't been fed so then all of a sudden you're feeding it with a load of shit food and then guess what happens you retain it hence why I gained you know like nine kilos in three days and that wasn't even my worst I think I've done worse than that um, so it, you know it's, it's just not healthy long-term folks so okay I'm just gonna try and wrap up this little topic here now right so Let's just say you're thinking, right, I want to look better, I want to feel better, I want to optimize my body, right? Don't follow a diet plan. You will not succeed. And if you do, I'll give you a medal. If you succeed long term, continuously following rigid diet plans, okay? Whereas, for example, you know, Monday eat this, Tuesday eat that, Wednesday eat this. What happens when you get to the weekend as well? That's, that's, you know, folks, I know you can all relate to this. When you get to the weekend, you want to give yourself a bit more leeway. You want to be more sociable and whatnot. And people get carried away because they haven't addressed, um, you know, the, 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 the relationship they have with food. They haven't actually built, put enough time and hours into forming these healthier habits. It's just like anything, folks. If you want to be good at anything, you need to put the hours in. Like, for example, when it comes to training and stuff, I've put thousands, tens of thousands of hours into, you know, building my best body, if you like, in the gym. Uh, I'm forming these habits and these kind of um, 
you know, it's, it's a sense of sacrifices and whatnot and discipline. And that's what's great about when it comes to comes to health and lifting weights. It's it's so black and white. You know, I, I've you can get so, such easy markers when it comes to okay, I've I've got stronger. You know, um, I've built this amount of muscle, and you're doing it consistently and you just can see you can see progress much much easier and it's just a black and white uh, example of discipline and sacrifice really when it comes to just being consistent with lifting weights and that's why you need to focus on building a healthy metabolism folks right so forget about diet plans I'm going to come to tracking now right tracking your calories and your macros now as I keep saying time and time again, if you want to build a healthy metabolism, you want to lose body fat, you want to keep that body fat off, you want to build, you know, a good-looking body, you want to, you know, you essentially want to look better naked, <laughs> then you need to focus on moving better and focusing on mobility first and correcting any imbalances you have. Now, you're going to have tight muscles, you're going to have weak muscles. You need to address these things first. For example, what I always do with people is I will get them... I, a lot of information, most of my information over the last two years has come from Mind Pump Media, as I keep shouting out their podcast. And what I do with people on the initial session is I'll use the Mind Pump uh, Compass Test, which is, I used to do my own assessments before, but the Mind Pump ones are much more in-depth and detailed. So I'll get them doing three different movements, and it will tell me exactly where their tight muscles are and where their weak, weak muscles are. Okay, uh, and then straight away I'll prescribe them a program for them to strengthen the weak muscles. And... 90% of the time, people have weaknesses in similar areas. The posterior chain, okay, so the back muscles, certain parts of the back, um, and the glutes and the hamstrings, essentially are normally underactive and weak on most people. So instantly I'll get them doing um, movements which are going to strengthen those weak muscles. For example, for the back muscles, it will be like a lat pull-down with a close grip, underhand close grip, lat pull-down. Um, then it'll be like a seated row. And then obviously to strengthen the glutes and the hamstrings, I'll get them doing uh, pelvic floor bridges to, to switch on their glutes. And then I'll get them doing like good mornings, you know, with the bar on their shoulders. That's personally one of my favorite exercises for the, the whole of the posterior chain. So it works basically the bum muscles, hamstrings, back muscles, everything. I'll get them doing good mornings, which is when you place like a barbell on your shoulders and you push your bum out and hinge from the hips. So that's a, that's a great movement. I'll get them doing that. And yeah, so, so I'll get them strengthening their weak muscles and uh, I'll get them doing mobility to lengthen out their tight muscles. So I'll get them doing about 10 to 15 minutes of mobility drills prior to every session they do and every day in between as well. So even if they don't come to the gym, I say, right, I want you to do this 10, 15 minute mobility routine or better still, go and do some yoga regular. I'm actually, I'm actually going to a yoga class um, within the next hour is something I do once a week now and then I do the mobility on top of that you need to get your body lengthen out those tight muscles and strengthen those weak areas okay um, and at the same time then focus on building muscles so you can then uh, start start incorporating the full you know the, the the big compound movements such as squats deadlifts overhead shoulder press bench press bent over row pull-ups all of these movements lunges straight leg deadlifts all of these big compound movements, multi-joint movements, which are going to get you bang for your buck in terms of building muscle, uh, which in turn is going to build a healthy metabolism. And um, providing you're doing this consistently doesn't even have to be every day. 
It can literally be two full body sessions a week in the gym and just do some mobility on the days in between. It's really not rocket science. If you're consistent with those things and you, you know, your activity levels are high enough, as I keep saying, get yourself a Fitbit, track your movements, see how many steps you're doing and monitor that um, as, a, as a kind of benchmark for you if you want to lose body fat for example just increase your steps and walk more just really keep it simple folks if you want to if you want to get to where you want to go in terms of your body goals and health so diet plans no 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 tracking yes 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 so there's an app i use and i get my clients to use which is called my fitness pal there's a few others out there nowadays but this is the one i've used for a while and it's one of the better ones my fitness pal okay do this to me then, folks, right? If you're really serious about getting in shape, uh, losing body fat, building muscle, building optimal health, start tracking your calories. It's really, the, the thing is, what I find quite frustrating, but I mean, that's just me, is people don't stick to it. And it's just so easy to do. Seriously, type the food in there and press enter. That's all you've got to do, right? Or even like if you if some things you buy come out of a packet, that's not the end of the world. Just scar the um, scar, scan the barcode. You can literally scan the barcode, folks, as well. And you don't have to get it spot on with the weight and stuff. I don't even want you weighing, folks. If you're going to be doing this, do it by eye. Estimate, estimate what what, what you're having, right? Bear in mind, right, I don't know if you know this, folks, but it's another thing. People try, people get really kind of, we want to do things perfectly, right? And what you've got to accept, folks, is nothing in life is perfect, right? Nothing is perfect. Nothing's going to be perfect. There's always going to be room for improvement. So when it comes to tracking your food, don't worry about getting the weight right and getting the exact product in there. Put anything in there. If you, like, for example, on the weekends, people, they'll track all week, they'll get to the weekends, and they'll stop tracking, which is perfectly fine once you're at a high level. But when you're starting out tracking, you need to be meticulous with it, right? So people, for example, clients I've had, they'll track all week, really good. I'm like, yeah, that's good, that's cool. You've got a little bit more, you know, you can have more calories on the weekend, great. And then they'll just have one bad meal on the weekend, and they'll stop tracking. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is when you really need to track because we need to know where you're at come Monday. And when you're having meals out, for example, you go out and have a dirty meal like a pizza and some cake or whatever. Yeah, you're not going to get the exact pizza in there, right? But just put anything in there. Type in pizza in the search box and put in how many slices you had. It's really not that hard. For example, you, oh, I'm going to make you hungry, yeah? You have a, a ham and cheese. Oh, what a crap example. Okay, I'm going, to, I'm going to talk about my favorite kind of pizza now, right? You have a pizza which is loaded full of Italian sausage, hot Italian sausage, chilies, pepperoni, um, lots of double cheese, right? Lots of cheese. A big, heavy pizza. Beautiful. Bit of chili oil on the top. Lovely, right? Type it in. Just type in what you had. Type in Italian sausage, ham, and it'll come up on there, um, you know, and just put in there what you had and keep track of it. I know it hurts a bit. This is the thing. People can't face what they've had because it hurts. It's like, oh, shit, I've just had 3,000 calories in one hit. But you need to be aware of what you're having so you can cut back on a Monday and Tuesday and continue moving forwards. Otherwise, it's a vicious circle. Okay, folks? So I hope that makes sense. Um, it's going to help you manage your weight much better. Okay, so let me just give you some of the benefits of doing this, right? Now, there's no way do I ever want anyone to be in a position where they have to track their intake day in, day out for the rest of their life. That's no way to live, folks. Now, even me at the level I got to, I tracked my calories for a solid two or three years consistently. 
I had I made a point of having like a day off once a week because it's good to have a day off occasionally. You know, it's not good to do it every day. Anyway, so I did that consistently for two or three years. Even at the level I was at, I was at a decent level before I even started tracking. Right uh, now, I no longer track. I haven't tracked for about half a year. And um, I'm eating intuitively. And that is the level, folks, I want to get you to. I want to get you to my level and the level my good friend is at, uh, Andrew Bond. Go and follow him on Instagram, at Mr. Bond Fitness. The level he's at, where we're eating intuitively based on what our body needs. If we want to have some crappy food, we'll have it. But our body doesn't crave it anymore because our body is tuned into having healthy foods most of the time. And we have managed to unlock all of these um, bad habits you build build up when you're younger and stuff like that from eating processed foods like cereals for breakfast and whatnot um you know we evolved eating what we needed to survive right and that's the level we're at now like don't get me wrong we have a social life we have crappy foods here and there um but you know when you get to that level where you're eating intuitively you know what your body needs and you're in a shape of a shape of your life as a result of that. Let me tell you, folks, that is it literally sends shivers up my spine because I know Andrew and I are going to get so many people, hopefully millions of people, to that level. And it's a long road. You know, Rome wasn't built in the day. Um, but yeah, so that's where we're at. And it'll it'll tell you the benefits are. It'll you'd be surprised how much sugar you you have, folks. Carbohydrates and sugar. You'd be surprised. Like you, people come to me. The funny thing is when I when I have a consultation with someone on the first session, I'll. I'll always ask them, you know, how's your nutrition? Do you eat healthy? And 80% of people are like, yeah, yeah, I eat, I eat pretty healthy, blah, blah, blah. Um, they'll tell me what they have, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. And then I'll get them to track for a few days. They'll come back to me, and they'll be like, okay. They'll be like, mine, um, wow, I did not realize how much sugar I was having and how little fiber I was having, for example. Because I'll tell them, I'll say, right, okay. For example, folks, um, rough guideline, if you can try and have around about if you're going to start tracking, try and make sure you can hit about roughly 11 grams of fiber per thousand calories you have. So if you if you if you're going to if you're eating roughly 2,000 calories a day, then you want about 22 grams of fiber roughly there and about. Okay, so in order to get the, the fibers in, you want to get plenty of vegetables in, and and just generally whole foods. Um, so yeah, so so fiber is key because that's going to give you uh, it's going to slow down the release of. Um, it slows slow down the, the release of foods into the body and give you more sustained energy and satiety. Uh, also protein as well. So protein is number one really for satiety. So for example, as a benchmark for you, um, if you're lifting weights and um, you know you, you wanna you wanna start tracking, aim for there and about a gram of protein per pound of body weight. So if you weigh around about 60 kilos then um, in pounds, how much is that? That's roughly around about 150 pounds. So you want to hit roughly around about 150 grams of protein on average per day. But just average that over a week. It, it, it needs to be varied. So I don't want you hitting exactly 150 grams, for example, of protein every day. Average that over the week. It's good to undulate your calories. So one day you can have like only 50 grams of protein. Another day you might go up to 200 grams. Um, bear in mind, you have to you have to make like a bit of a conscious effort probably to have more protein, most of you, because um, you're probably not quite hitting enough. And a gram per pound is the maximum amount, right? So that's quite a lot of protein. <clears throat> so yeah, that's going to satiate you. That's going to fool you up. You're not going to be hungry if you have if you hit enough protein. You're not going to be as hungry, um, and you're going to eat less essentially. Which is you can have more chance then of, of maybe creating a calorie deficit. So you have more chance of actually burning more calories than what you eat, which in turn is going to get you leaner and help you lose body fat. Um, but yeah, folks, I don't want to. I don't want to 
again inundate you with too much information. Um, I tend to go in, in, in a bit too much depth for the average person. But if to, just, just the main takeaways from this podcast, um, don't follow diet plans. Start tracking your calories and your intake. And, um, yeah, just, just see how that goes. Focus on lifting weights properly. You know, you can, you can check check out my videos on YouTube and stuff. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to say as well, I'm, I'm proud to announce that I'm going to be collaborating with my friend Andrew Bond at Mr. Bond Fitness on Instagram. Go check him out. <clears throat> we're building, we're going to we're gonna build an online business together. Um, you know, I've been doing some, obviously I've been just focusing on giving out free content <clears throat> via this podcast and, uh, you know, my weekly newsletters and Instagram and stuff for a while. Um, we need to get a lot more content together, but the, the end goal is to, we're, we're going we're gonna, to uh, be offering coaching, one-to-one coaching online so if that's something you may be interested in drop me an email at martin silver you know my surname spell s-i-l-v-a so at martin silver sorry my email is martin silver at hotmail.co.uk if you may be interested in one-to-one coaching feel free to drop me an email uh, in terms of we want to help you with nutrition and everything really we'll coach you um we'll, we'll design tailor-made uh, training programs for you and get you tracking and, and and start learning about your body and you know that's the way we're going to do it and recommend what food you should eat and whatnot. Uh, but as I say, we're not going to be prescribing fixed diet plans. We're going to get you uh, learning for yourself and and um, you know doing it the proper way, really, where you can sustain it for a lifetime. And uh, yeah, so that's what we're going to be offering, and we're going to be basically offering different training programs and we're creating a website where we're going to be integrating all of our exercises and everything ebooks and whatnot and we're going to put it all in one place for you guys to access uh, and the end goal eventually for us in terms of financially is to is to get people subscribing uh, subscribing and, and having full access to everything really but uh, initially we're just going to be giving you guys lots and lots of free free stuff and, um, and offering one to one coaching online so yeah, that's pretty much a wrap for now, folks. I'm like, oh, shit, I've got to train now. I've got three minutes until I've got to get up there and train. Right, folks. Um, yeah, if you like this podcast, please, 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 can you give me a five-star? Actually, I won't say that. Give me a rating and review on iTunes, folks. It would be a massive help. It's, it's, I'm really trying to grow this podcast. So go ahead and do that right away if you can. Make sure you go and uh, follow me at Martin Silver Fitness on Instagram and my buddy at Mr. Bond Fitness also. Thank you very, very much. Feel free to email me, and um, I hope that's been a help, folks, okay? Have a great day. Peace.